is up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the DeWeirdo Podcast. My name is Jeff DeWeird. Uh, we're going to be talking about daily routines today. I'll share my daily routine and, uh, you know, just some of the stuff that gets me by. And if I share it with you, hopefully you can, you know, learn something, add it to your routine. I don't know. Uh, uh, I'm not a doctor. I have a uh, online exercise science degree. You know what I'm saying? So take the shit with a grain of salt. But honestly, I, I speak from experience more than anything. That That's where I've really learned everything I know about health and fitness. Um, just doing it, grinding it out. Like a, I was talking to Cheyenne the other day and, you know, I, I've, I've done all the diets. I've done all of them. And there's like nothing better than what I'm doing right now. I, I really feel as if I've got it kind of nailed down. So uh, without further ado, I guess I'll just run into it. Uh, fasting, right? Fasting is, is such a huge thing for me. I've been intermittent fasting for a really long time. So I only really eat like one meal at the end of the day, maybe a small, small, small thing after that. Um, but I don't really let hunger guide my, uh, my eating. Uh, when you fast for long enough, here's the cool thing you kind of get rid of that hunger mechanism. It kind of disappears and you just, I don't know, you never, I'm never hungry. Like all the nights I, I did stand up back when uh, we were able to do things like that, um, I would not eat all day long. I'd be riding, I'd be doing whatever, schoolwork, all kinds of shit. Go out, do stand up, come home and then eat, you know, like super late and not like starving, hungering, not, not shaking or any weird shit like that. So fasting is, is champion. If you've never fasted before, start trying it, experiment with it. Uh, there's so much good literature out there. Uh, you need anything. Trust me. I got you. Hit me up to weirdo at mail.com. Hit me up. Um, but fasting. So then whenever you fast, you have to be cognizant of, what you break the fast with. There's some great videos on YouTube by a guy named Thomas DeLauer, D-E-L-A-U-E-R. And uh, he's got some wonderful videos about this kind of stuff. So if you want like more in-depth science on this stuff, check that dude out. It's pretty dope. Um, but breaking the fast is so important because the cool thing is working out while fasted has tremendous fat loss benefits. So if you're it like, you know, even these like little sugar-free monsters, right? They have sucralose in them that even though they have no calories, they have corn sugar in them. Therefore they're going to have an insulinemic uh, response in the body. So whenever insulin gets activated, fat metabolism's done, baby. It's done. You fucked yourself, right? So like it, then if you were to drink that sugar-free monster or zero-calorie monster and then afterwards go work out, you're not doing a fasted workout. You've already theoretically had like an uh you know, you've already had calories kind of for the day. It's 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 strange, but um being careful with this, what I do <clears throat> is I take uh, about two tablespoons of apple cider vinegar in the morning. I just drink it straight. I don't know. People say you got to water it down and shit, but I don't really buy into that crap. I just drink it straight. Two tablespoons, not that big of a deal. I kind of like it. 
And um, what that does is that helps lower blood glucose and it enhances fatty acid oxidation. So you basically set yourself up to begin fat metabolism much earlier in the day. It, it has like a demand on the cells without making you hungry. And actually it, it will really curb your appetite. So when you're fasting, that's a really good thing to experiment with. So a little bit of cider, you know, two tablespoons of cider vinegar, and then I'll drink a little bit of coffee and coffee's kind of my pre-workout these days. I don't, I don't do any of that bullshit uh, all those crazy supplements, pre-workouts and shit, they're expensive. They make you feel bad. Like, come on, dude. Uh, I, I used to take scoops of no explode back in the day when I was like, I was on a mission, mission to uh, bench press 500 pounds and I never got there. I got to 415 and then I tore my bicep tendon, but I, w- I was on the mission though. I was on the mission. I was grinding. Dude, I used to take, uh, uh, no explode straight. I would just like powder to the mouth. What a what a crazy person. I, I don't know. <laughs> Sometimes it feels like I've lived a couple different lives. But uh, but so coffee, then I do a workout, fasted workout, right? Hey, I haven't had any calories, anything breaking the fast so far. So then a good fasted workout. And then I chill for a while. You know, like there there used to be all this, you know, bullshit out there anabolic window you only got 30 minutes to you know uptake protein and uh, create muscle synthesis and all this jazz and that is nonsense it really is it's silly so um you know work out and then you don't have to do anything just drink water okay jesus christ not that big of a deal um and then around 4 p.m., I'll have some bone broth, like chicken bone, bone broth. The the Kettle Fire brand is super good. And uh, with some seaweed. You can get these like little raw seaweed snack things. And I put a couple pieces of seaweed in the bone broth and, you know, heat it up. It's, it's really nice. It's kind of like a soup. But the cool thing is you get tyrosine from the bone broth and you get iodine from the seaweed and those two coupled together start thyroid activation so again it's it's the perfect way to break the fast it's really really easy on the gut and you're activating thyroid uh you know t1 through t5 or something like this i think um and then i'll wait about an hour and a half and i'll have steak or chicken or eggs or whatever kind of kind of more on the carnivore side than the keto side. Uh, I did carnivore for 30 days and I really enjoyed it. My, my blood markers, if, if you've ever tested your blood for blood ketones, um, it's just like one of the little finger prick devices, you know, uh, I I used to run logs for holy shit, months and months and months at a time. And then, you know, I would, fall off and then I'd trickle back and I'd start testing again so I could you know kind of know where my body was at and carnivore diet got me into ketosis way faster and way stronger than keto ever did given I think I was fucking up keto a little bit like a little too high of protein not high enough fats and then I would do like crazy high fats and yeah I was I was kind of jacking it up. That's why this thing is kind of idiot proof. It's the cider vinegar, a little bit of coffee, water throughout the day. I make sure I kill a gallon, um, you know, workout, fasted, bone broth and seaweed, steak. It's it's pretty simple. 
You know, uh, I, I, I like simplicity. I don't like too much bullshit, especially when you're trying to lose body fat. One of the big things is, uh, you know, not inciting cortisol, right? The stress hormone. You don't want to be stressed. You're stressed. Your body kind of like stores fat more. It's, it's really strange, but it's, you know, been scientifically proven to be so. So you, you've got to, you got to be real careful with, uh, with your stress and bullshit. You got to, I don't know, chill, chill the hell out. Not that big of a deal. Um, the coolest thing about this shit is you will save money. You'll save money while dieting. Like that, that, that has never been the case for me. Every time I dieted, like, like when I was in uh, Colorado, um, I was, again, I was trying to be captain power lifter and I was trying to freaking deadlift all the weight, right. And, and bench all the weight and squat all the weight, crazy person shit. But back then, I used to think that like you had to have these really expensive supplements. There was this one store. I wish I knew its name so I could blast them out because it was so shitty how they did me, man. I, I spent, I shit you not, I think like five or six hundred dollars in that store in one shot. Like I went there for one thing and walked out with five, six hundred dollars worth of supplements because these guys kind of convinced me that they were like pre um, FDA uh, banned steroids. Basically what they were, they were saying without saying that these were like a new, you know, steroid that's on the market that the FDA hasn't banned yet. Therefore they can sell it legally and you're going to get these tremendous benefits. Bonk wrong. It was bullshit. And, and I didn't even have the money at the time. I remember I like, I physically didn't have that money to spend. I spent it probably, I don't know, burying one of my credit cards or something. It was horrible. You don't need to do that shit. You don't got to spend all this damn money. It, it It is not the way to go about it. Again, spending money and shit, you're going to be depressed. You're going to be, you know, bummed from that. You're, you're, you're going to not be helping yourself out. It's kind of hard to work out when you're all, you know, bummed and crappy, but you don't realize that that's the thing that makes you not bummed and crappy. You know, especially um, in like for depression, uh, dude, lift weights, right? Like uh, cardio is great and everything. Good for you. You want to go out and run. If you like that kind of shit, hey, good on you. And if it makes you happy, wow, even better. Tremendous. But for the rest of you, lift weights, lift some damn weights, pump some blood into those muscles Get a good little warm up and then smash a weight workout. Start figuring out how to move with weights. It's it's important. And that's really where you're going to get those anti-depression benefits. You're not going to get that shit from running around, go two miles. Good for you. You know, don't do it. Uh, I just, I don't know. I... I <laughs> On another note, side note, I uh, I cleaned out my garage the other day, spent like six and a half hours on the bastard, and I found these shoes, right? These these Stacy Adams dress shoes in a cabinet in my garage. But nonetheless, those shoes, it, it brought up this memory that like, those shoes meant so much to me at the time. I stole them, to be quite frank. I'll just go ahead and tell you that. I, I, I had a suit a long time ago, it was one of my dad's suits he gave to me, and it it fit 
like dog shit. It was not good, people. Look, you go off the rack with a suit, fellas. <laughs> what do you expect? It's going to look sloppy. You're going to look like shit. Like, I uh, I worked at the Ranch Health Club, the Dallas Cowboys Private Health Club, when I was uh, 18, and 17 or 18, and selling gym memberships. And I sold precisely like zero memberships. I think I sold one or two, and they were to people who were oblivious to how little I gave a shit about selling gym memberships. They just wanted a gym membership there, and they bought it. But... I like looking back on it because that was kind of depressing for me that I couldn't, I was supposed to be a good salesman. I was, I always had the gift of the gab, you know, and nope, not at this place. I couldn't sell a damn thing. But now in hindsight, looking back, dude, I used to wake up in the morning every single day. Mind you back then, wake up in the morning, make a screwdriver, smoke a joint, smoke cigarettes and shit, go to work, be drinking energy drinks with a shit ton of sugar and stuff at work. I looked terrible. I was in maybe one of the the worst shape of my life, maybe physically the worst shape of my life. I looked so sloppy. Damn sure didn't look like a guy who you wanted to buy a gym membership from, you know? Uh, Holy shit, dude. And... I only had that one suit. We had to wear a suit every day and I had one suit and it fit like shit and I looked super sloppy. And like, I don't even know if my hygiene practices were that great back then, to be honest with you. So I, I know I reeked of cigarettes all the fucking times and you're preaching health and fitness. Hey, have you considered changing your life? How about a personal trainer? You know, and it's like, motherfucker, you need a personal trainer, you sloppy ass. But, but see, the moral of that, Get that suit tailored, baby. I, I I went to a place off a recommendation from a friend. Uh, I went to a place around the corner in Valley Ranch, and I got my suit tailored. They hooked it up. It was like not that expensive, maybe 60 bucks or something like that. And they tailored the suit up, cleaned it for me because I never washed it. I didn't know how to wash a suit. So, again, you know, part of that hygiene shit. Wonder why people weren't buying gym memberships, huh? But... I, uh, but I got the suit tailored and then I was going to go for a new job working for the department of labor, like a contract company who worked for the department of labor, but nonetheless, uh, needed a suit for that job as well. Well, all I had were, the, were these scuffed up shitty, like black patent leather dress shoes. They were awful. They were atrocious. They were really destroyed. And, you know, back then I didn't know the army skills of how to polish and, you know, square a shoe or a boot away. And, um, I, uh, oh yeah, the shoes, I freaking, I only had those shitty shoes. So I went parked at a, like a department store. I don't really want to say what it is. Parked at a department store, went inside, try with the suit on mind you and the dress shoes on the shitty ones. And I tried on some new dress shoes, put the old dress shoes in the old in the the box, and walked out with those Stacy Adams. Like it was because I seriously had zero money. I had no money, and I was just trying to get a cool job and try to do the best for myself. And honestly, that job led to what I did in the army. Um, the human resources lady at that job was dope. And she kind of made human, in, uh, human resources interesting to me. No joke. Just talking about, you know, payroll and why you have certain people on staff and, uh, you know, 
all that kind of shit. Just kind of neat. It was a cool position to be in. And she made just as much as the big boss, which was like mind blowing. Like, holy shit, you don't do near the job. That that guy's stressed out pulling his hair out all the time. And you're back here caking it. Every time I went in there, she's just relaxed, you know. But when I joined the army, um, they, you know, offered me human resources. And I was like, oh, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll take it. And a $20,000 signing bonus. Holla. So I was like, but, you know, and the funny thing about that bonus, they take 25% of that shit, man. I only got like, what is that, 12.5 or something like that? They ripped me off so bad. Uh, or 15. Yeah, dumbass. Um, I only got like 15 out of it. They give you like 10 right away, but it's not 10, 75. And then every year they give you like uh, a piece of the rest. Ah, it's atrocious how that thing works. I thought I was going to get 20 racks. I was going to do something cool. I don't know. I'd, I'd just given my Trans Am to my dad because I didn't even know like that you could have a car in the army. This is how little I knew about the military when I joined. I didn't even know you could have a car. <laughs> you know, like holy shit. But but yeah, uh, got the job at the Department of Labor with my um, hot shoes. You know, it fell off a truck somewhere. But. that that job spiraled into so much for me because you know the main boss was a navy guy another guy there was air force or something like like this and they were preaching to me like man you'd be great in the military you'd be great they were the first people to ever tell me that shit nobody ever told me i'd be good in the military my whole family thought i was a piece of shit my whole life you know just i got arrested when i was 17 for weed and uh, they were like, oh, you're doing drugs, blah, blah. I'm like, man, I did PCP when I was 14. <laughs> Y'all just didn't know about that shit. I've been smoking weed since I was 13, you fucking wackos. Pay attention. Um, I don't know. I just, uh, I, I'm talking to you guys because I just, I want to, I, I want to spread good messages. You know, make you laugh a little bit, learn something. I, I think that's so valuable in in this documentary I watched the other day, The Examined Life, this philosopher, Peter Singer, was uh, asked, like, what is a meaningful life? And that's an interesting thought to think of. What is a meaningful life? What actually constitutes a meaningful life? And to him, a meaningful life was in your contribution to others, leaving, the, leaving this bastard a better place than you found it, right? And I dig that idea. I love that because I've always been a person like that. I've always had really good energy. I've tried to send positive energy to other people. You're really never, ever, ever going to catch me negative just because I've built up this life of positivity. I've worked really hard to, you know, to prove to myself how resilient I am, how I'm willing to persevere, um, get up, feet on the ground, get after it. You know, those principles, it's so silly how people laugh at him. People used to make fun of me. I hope you understand this. People used to make fun of me for reading self-help books and shit like that. People would come over to my house and there'd be a book on the table or like over in my little bookshelf or something. And they'd be like, what the hell? Why are you reading Tony Robbins and shit? But that stuff is what built me over time. Honestly, is uh, those, those tools, all that stuff. Oh, it's, it's invaluable. I mean, read Robert Kiyosaki, Rich Dad, Poor Dad. A, it's an interesting story. B, you're going to learn some shit about finance. And at the end of it, you're going to go, whoa, my finances are fucked and I got to get my shit together. Done. 
That's perfect. Those are the thoughts we should be having. Like when you're thinking of what is a meaningful life, maybe part of it is just doing something, being good instead of sitting back wondering why you're so bad or why life throws you these curveballs. Why don't you just learn to hit the curve? I don't know. That's the way I see it. But uh, I don't know. I think that's it for today. I'm gonna keep it short and sweet. Routines and uh, and cool shoes. You know, freaking. I wish I could say sorry to that store, dude. One day I'll uh, you know I'll do the right thing and cut him a check, <laughs> just anonymously. <laughs> Here you go. Oh man, but uh, you know, thanks for listening, guys. I really appreciate it. Again, hit me up to weirdo at mail.com. You got any questions about? nutrition workouts. I, I'm going to do some workout videos pretty soon. I'm going to post up some workout shit. Um, and I hope you're all having a great day and love you guys. Thanks.